0: Hey gang, welcome to Sprinkles with a Z at the end, I'm Timmy V, and I'm here to help you find your next favorite TV show, movie, and or podcast. Today is the 30th anniversary episode, aka the 30th episode of Sprinkles with a Z. So right off. I have some good news, and then I have some other good news. So, the good news is that this is an episode of Sprinkles, so that's always good. Um, But the other good news is that all this fantastic, fabulous stuff that I was saving for the 30th anniversary is now going to be on the 31st episode anniversary show. Wow! What does that mean? So, what does that mean today? Basically, this is what it is. I'm going to give, give you a little secret. So the 30th episode, 30th anniversary episode, a.k.a. the 30th episode, I like saying anniversary because it makes it sound really special. Um, it is special, um, so I just like to use extra adjectives. So um, anyway, so the deal is, is what I'm going to do in the process of doing is getting all my friends and family and loved ones to call me on my, my little cell phone and leave me a voicemail of their recommendation, along with of the recommendation like of, of a streaming service, like, platform, TV show, movie, and or podcast, and a Tasty Treat sensation, so a delicious delectable treat, um, and I'm compiling all of that into this just beautiful episode with all these disparate views and, and likes and what have you, which I'm so excited because I've, they've, some of the folk have already shared their de- de- delectable um, Recommendations, and I'm so excited about it. Um, but it's it's not done. So, but then I was like, it's going to be forever before it's done, and I have so many shows that I need to get out there in the meanwhile, in, in betwixt, in betweens. In, in the meanwhile. That's like a, in the meanwhile. Isn't that a, like a movie with Anthony Hopkins and Vanessa Redgrave and um, that guy with the accent and then, like, the like the clock on the wall, and then there's the the you know the fog that rolls in, and then there's like regrets, <laughs> regrets. Doesn't that sum up most British uh, period piece movies? It does. We love them anyway. So today I have some. I have two shows I have to recommend. Um, I that I am just uh, in love with. Um, so the first is the British, uh, oh, gosh, that's wrong, that is not right, that is, not right. is the Australian, um, delectable, delicious, delightful, um, that's not the name of the show, the name of the show is Secret City. And then we have a, um, an incredible Netflix original documentary, um, it's. I guess you want to. I don't want to say stand up because it's not really a comedy, but um, it's something like a stand up in the sense that someone's talking in front of a big audience. It's almost like a TED talk, and she's had tech, TED talks of her own. The one and only fantastic Brene Brown Netflix special, which we'll be talking about. It's incredible. If you don't know who Brene Brown is, just hang. Hang on. This is going to be a um, potentially life changing. It's. She is. She just talks about. Some really, just real stuff that helps you to see yourself in the world in a different way and like bring love into your life. It's amazing. You will love it. And this is going to be a healing episode of Sprinkles. That's what we're doing here today, helping you heal. Um, We all need it. Um, And then we have a Tasty Treat Sensation that will also help you heal. 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 H-E-A-L. Not H-E-E-L. Um, anyway, so I'm so excited about today's episode, and I'm sorry that this, even though this, was, this is still a 30th anniversary, all the fun and the extra funds will be had during our 31st anniversary. I want to come up with another name other than just 31st anniversary, maybe 31st centennial. <laughs> that, that sounds fun. Um, I'd watch that episode, or listen to it, or what have you. Anyway, um, thanks so much for listening, gang. I appreciate you, and on with the show! Gosh, it is so good to be back, gang! Um, I have been just bursting at the seams to tell people about these these shows, especially this one. In fact, I have been telling a lot of people about this show, and people are, you know, have said, "Oh, that sounds interesting. I'm going to watch that." And you know, you always wonder because you know you, when you tell someone about a show and they seem interested, sometimes they're just being polite. <laughs> you know, I mean, we have all been there where our friends just recommend this show that they love. And so we're like, oh, okay, but we really aren't going to watch it. Because we all have a million things in our queue, and we all, everyone always has opinions and suggestions. And I know that we, you know, sometimes we hear about shows that we're just like, huh, that's okay, all right. Um, but then, of course, later on when we do watch the show, we're like, oh, my gosh, why didn't I watch this before? And people have been telling me about this for years, um, well, that's what happened with this show for me. So Secret City, which is an Australian show, Australian, there's two seasons. The first came out in 2016, and then the second came out this year. And can I just say that Netflix has been trying to push this show on me for years. Like, you know, they always have recommended shows for you. This was always a recommended show, always. And it's a show, I was like, uh, it sounds interesting, um, but I was like, I'm just going to put it on my queue, and then I'll watch it sometime. And then at some point, I started watching it, and I was like, hmm, I don't know. So it's kind of an espionage show. It's it's set in Australia at the capital, which um, I don't know what it is, but it looks like this big complex that looks kind of like the Pentagon, but it's built in the side of this mountain. Any Australians or anybody who knows anything about Australia it, it would totally be like, oh, that's blah 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 And I want to say the capital of australia is sydney but i know that know it's not right it's never what you think the capital of any place whether it's a state or it's the capital of country it's never the one you think so okay hold on all right i'm gonna google it and then just to prove how wrong i am maybe is there one called victoria (laughs) is that a place victoria australia okay we're google i should have known this i watched the show both seasons and it, they always talk about Canberra, and it's in Canberra. i I really want to swear that I never learned that in school. Um, that, I, that sounds like something I should know. I always thought I was good at that stuff, but I, don't, I guess I'm really not. You know anytime there's like I'm doing trivia, and it's like the capital of what what,", what, what and I don't know it. I, I, the thing is is that if it's a group trivia thing, I can always say, "Well, it's not this one." You know, I can always, like, help to, like, delete an answer because I'm like, I know it's not the one we all think it is. It's this, it's, they it may have anybody else, any guess, any guesses? Because it's going to be that one. I don't come up with the other guesses usually, but I can help you narrow it down. So if you are on the, the, what's that show with Regis Filman or it's somebody else now, like, if you want a bajillion dollars and then you can call a friend, you can call me. And I'll help you narrow it down, if you've narrowed it down, between one of two answers. But if you need to come up with one on your own, good luck. I'm not going to be of help. You will not get the bajillion dollars. Um, so anyway, back to the while you're listening to the show. Um, Anna Torva, who is from Fringe. And if you've never watched Fringe, OMG. You totally, totally need to be watching it. Anyway... Um, We'll be talking about that um, in a future episode, if I haven't already. I don't think I have. Um, But Anna Torv, she's fantastic. She plays this um, reporter, and her ex-husband, who works for the government in what I guess is the equivalent of like the the CIA, FBI, Australian version, he is actually, well, I should say she, because the character is transitioning to a woman. So... um, she is is a a, a transgendered individual which is fantastic like the sh- the show has such a high profile transgender character and it's interesting like how in some ways australia seems like a much more progressive country than our own in some ways but then you in but then in some ways not so um that's a very interesting um uh development and uh so damon Harriman Her- plays um kim gordon um Uh, Anna Torv's uh, husband, former husband. Um, There's a lot of great actors and actresses in this. Um, Can I just say, Jackie Weaver. So I was watching Bird Box, um, which everyone loved. It was like everyone's favorite movie for a long time. I love me some Sandra Bullock. So I was watching that, and then there was, I thought, um, Sally, not Sally Fields, Sally Struthers. I thought Sally, I was like, Sally Struthers is in this? Well, it was not Sally Struthers. Um, but it was Jackie Weaver, and it didn't dawn on me till um till later who she is. Um, because she looks really different in Bird Box. They they really don't doll her up. They kind of doll her down, if that's a word. Um, but uh, Jackie Weaver, she was in um this movie, which is now a TV series, and I've never seen either one of them, but I wanted to see both. Um, she's in Animal Kingdom, the movie. The TV series um, that's on now is with, um, oh, what's her name? Ugh. Man, I wish I did not have to Google that, but I totally did. Ellen Barkin. I love me some Ellen Barkin. If you have not seen the, the movie um, The Imposter, is that the name of it? <laughs> okay, it's The Chameleon. Yeah, so Google's my friend today because, dang it, I really love that movie. It's based off a true story. I think I've talked about this before, but it it's based off, loosely, loosely based off a true story, but she was in that, and I had always liked Ellen Barkin, but she, wow, when she was in that, I was just, like, blown away. She did such an amazing job. Um, the Chameleon is fantastic. Um, there's another movie with, I think, with the actual person who the story's about, um, but I always love, like, is it are like an imposterish stories? like is this person the real person or are they a double? or are they pretending to be or um, you know when someone disappears and someone else shows up? Those are always my favorite themes in stories. But anyway, so tangent, tangent, tangent. is she Ellen Barkin's not even in this show. <laughs> I mean, how did I even get to Ellen Barkin from this? Oh oh, because <laughs> Jackie Weaver. Anyway, Jaggy Weaver is fantastic, and she is so fantastic in this series. OMG, OMG, OMG. Anyway, she was also in Silver Lining's Playbook. I forgot about that one. I love that movie. She was in that. You will love her. You'll, you'll recognize her when you see her, and you'll be like, wow. And she's so, like, ugh, fierce um, and great in this one. A couple other quick mentions I've got to give is Sasha Horler, who is fantastic. And she was also in the Kettering Incident um, which the Kettering incident that I've recommended before. She's fantastic. She's a great actress. She doesn't even have a picture up on IMDb. They need to update that stuff right now because she's fantastic. Alex Dimitriades, I'm hopefully pronouncing his name correctly, fantastic. Dan Wiley, Danielle Cormack, who plays Karen Kudafidis in season two of this. She is fantastic. She's a steam sealer. Like, nobody steals a scene like Danielle Cormac. She's fantastic. So amazing. Um, I could just go on and on and on. There's so many great actors and actresses. Um, Alex Mickick 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 Mickic. I, I don't know how else to say it. It's <laughs> M-I-K-I-C. Mickic. I think. I think that's how you have to say it. That's how we're saying it. Alex Mikik. He is really good. This cast is phenomenal. The story is really interesting, and it, it gets a little while to get into it, because again, I started watching this before, and I was like, I don't know, but then Netflix kept saying, watch this, watch this, watch this, and finally I was like, okay, I will watch it, Ugh. and finally I did, and I gave it a couple episodes, and I was like, ooh, yes, 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 and I kept talking to everyone about it. The funny thing is, is I forgot that it's just, it kind of gets slow to start with, so season two was kind of slow to start with, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like season two, and, and of course I fell in love with it and loved it too. Um, it's just a very different story and there's some different characters I mean several of the same characters are, are constant but then there's some new ones um, and I was like I don't know it's fantastic too both season one season two so this is a Netflix original so it's on Netflix uh, Secret City watch love enjoy thank me later boom, doom, doom, boom, doom, boom 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 boom, boom. Okay, so I cannot even begin to tell you how much I am excited about this next Netflix, I guess you'd call it documentary, or I don't even know what you call it, but Brene Brown, B-R-E-N-E, apostrophe. it has like one of those accents, I'm not sure if it's accent ague or accent grave, I think it's ague, I always forget. Let me just... Look. Oh, Google, you are my friend. Accent ague? Accent ague. Okay. It is it is accent ague! Yay! I was right! All the, all the cheers. My French teachers would be very... Probably disgusted that it took that long to know if it was accent ague or accent graph. Anyway, if you just type in B-R-E-N-E, brown, it'll come up. So, it's this is a Netflix original... And it's called A Call to Courage. And Brene Brown is fascinating. She has done research for years. And if I'm not mistaken, she's a social worker. I'm pretty sure about this, but I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it to make sure. She is. She is a social worker. She's so great. But she has done all this research on shame and vulnerability and so many things. And I know everyone, you know, when you tell them, they're like, oh, this sounds not great. I don't want to watch something about this. But it is amazing. You are going to get the tears in your eyeballs because it is always the her. So she, let me just say, there's these amazing TED Talk she did. And that's what, boom, blew her up. Um, so just type in TED Talk Brene Brown with accent and goob. You don't have to worry about that part, but you could put it in there if you want to. Um Anyway, so she did these TED Talks, and and basically she just wants to help you improve your life. She wants you to heal yourself. She wants you to heal yourself. Anyway, I want, uh, and so anytime I watch her, I feel a little bit healed myself. Um, Oprah loves her, and she's been on several Super Soul Sundays on Oprah Network, the OWN Network. Um, This woman is amazing, and she seems to be everywhere right now, and she has a bajillion books, I have read at least two of them in a book group i wrote i wrote how about let's see let's I read the gifts of imperfection which um which is amazing and then there was another one I don't know which one it was, but she's written several um we may have re- read daring greatly I think we did and then there's an, there's there's rising strong, there's braving the wilderness, and the new one is dare to lead, which is um to use in like I guess the workplace um and then there's one I thought it was just me but it isn't um anyway so she she's amazing she's it's basically I guess self-help but um so positive so like encourages you to be yourself your true authentic self to bring love into every situation um she's so inspiring she is amazing Um, so this is one of the real reasons why I had to put this show out before, um, I did the 30th. So this is now the 30th. This is probably even more special than the 31st will be because this is something that will, can actually improve your life. I mean, not that shows, movies and podcasts can improve your life. Of course they can. That's why I'm, you know, doing the podcast because... It makes your, all of our lives better. It inspires us and it brings joy to us. But this is this is some practical stuff you can do in your own life outside of fabulous streaming programs. So, um, yes. So, please, Brene Brown, B-R-E-N-E, uh, Brown, look it up, watch it. It's going to be right up on the front because Netflix, you know, always does that with Netflix originals. So it's going to be right up there um, probably as soon as you turn on Netflix, Just watch it. It's not even that long. I think it's like an hour, a little over an hour. It is amazing. It will change your life. Or it might. I can't guarantee that. That is not a guarantee. So my lawyers will not allow me to say that it's a guarantee. But I think I can rightfully say you will enjoy it. And you will need some Kleenex and a treat, maybe while and or after. So get ready for a tasty treat sensation after this musical interlude. I really I, I'm just gonna recommend kind of a class of desserts, which in my opinion are probably the one of the best desserts uh, class like classifications of desserts um, ever. And that is pudding. Like pudding is like one of the number one dessert items ever created. And like I have like a hierarchy of puddings in like my own flavorification. Like at the very top of that pyramid is chocolate or vanilla or chocolate vanilla swirl. So you could have like a combo. So we, both of those are like the number one flavors. Right below that is banana because banana pudding is incredible, especially with like vanilla wafers. Oh my gosh. And someone I had recently made um, an incredible banana pudding with those little chessmen, those Pepperidge Farm chessmen. That was incredible. Oh my gosh. Let me recommend. And then, like, below that would be, like, butterscotch. And I think there's, like, a lemon pudding, which I swear, I don't know if I've ever eaten. That may not really be a thing, but I think it is. And then below that would be, like, rice pudding and, like, um, and then tapioca and then bread pudding. My mother used to make rice pudding with with, um, raisins. Oh, my goodness. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Even though the pudding is so delicious, I can't do that. And then there's, like, pudding pops which is his own classification, which are delicious. There used to be those ones with little chocolate chips in them. It'd be like chocolate vanilla swirl, and then there'd be a vanilla with chocolate chips, or chocolate with chocolate chips. OMG, so delicious. Um, and then they had those, Hostess back in the day used to have those you, know, those, you know, they had those fried pies, and they used to have pudding. So they had a chocolate one with like a vanilla like icing on the top, and then they had a like a vanilla in the middle and then a chocolate icing on the top. Oh, my gosh, those were so good. Bring them back, please, hostess. Please listen. Um, I mean, pudding has evolved so much. I mean, to the point where, like, the evolution of pudding, um, where they finally got, within the past couple decades, like, store-stable, shelf-stable pudding. So you don't even have to refrigerate it. You can have pudding on the go, Pudding is just amazing. So get a little you can go out and get a little snack pack and can I just say Cozy Shack which has to be refrigerated. It has to be refrigerated. Do not buy it and not refrigerate. It. Cozy Shack, it's in the they usually have like a little refrigerator in the pudding aisle for Cozy Shack. They have some incredible puddings. Now they do have rice pudding. i I've not tasted that because I am avoidance of tapioca and rice. I think they also have tapioca. But they have an incredible chocolate Oh an incredible chocolate. And also a friend of mine she raves and raves and she's right. Um, Trader Joe's has an incredible uh, chocolate pudding there, um, which I believe is Trader Joe brand. Google. I am I am doing like an advertisement for Google, but anyway, it's true. it's, it is, it's the um, Trader Joe's Belgian chocolate and that is great. Um, that also has to be refrigerated. So, but anyway, so pudding is just our friend and it's there for us whenever we need it. So, um, it has like, I put like in, in them, I'm envisioning like the word pudding with like little hearts all around it because it is that great. Um, so that's the tasty treats. So just run out and get some pudding. I mean, it's already made. I mean, you can get the kind that you make. I mean, fabulous if you have the time and the wherewithal and energy, but if not, just get, get us, get a little snack right now. So I totally have to give my friend Jackie the ups and props for uh, getting me back into the pudding spirits because it brings me such joy. We were we have been talking about puddings and lesser puddings and the best puddings and what's pudding, what's not pudding, and um, why would you ever put raisins in pudding? And um, so, and the other thing is, that it brought back memories because my brother and I used to have this fabulous idea of like replacing water fountains with pudding fountains. Now it would take like some engineering. Perpitude. It would be, like, it would probably be one of the, the biggest engineering feats of all time to have, like, so much pressure to get pudding. You know, I don't know. I mean, it would be really, an like, an uh, engineering feat. Um, but if it could happen, could you imagine, like, going somewhere, like, oh, it's, like, a hot day. And, oh, like, there's some pudding, you know, readily available to me. Um That would be, that would be joyous. Now there's, you know, I I think we'd have to have those little paper cups that are like in the shape of cones, you know, so that you could just like, because you wouldn't, you know, because there's going to be, you'd almost have to have like a garbage disposal instead of a drain because like the pudding, you know, to recycle the pudding. It's not, we haven't figured it all out yet, but it's a great idea. Pudding fountains, think of it. Anyway, I mean, this just sounds fabulous. I mean, I guess we could start small, so instead of chocolate fountains, they'd be putting fountains, like, at weddings and receptions and stuff. That's where we start small. But, like, the big, grand idea is that they're out in public anywhere, so you could have pudding at any time. Um, yeah, but there's still some kinks to work out. Okay, there's some kinks. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, I hope that you all enjoyed this episode. I know I did. And I um, appreciate listening. Um, I am so excited for our next episode where we're going to have so many great recommendations from my family and loved ones um, where I get several of the recommendations, many of the recommendations that I give to you anyway. Um, and I, I know that some of them are brand new. I have not talked about on the show yet, so I'm super excited for it. Um, appreciate you guys, and I will see you next time. i nerf G. Clock on the wall, and then there's the the you know the fog that rolls in, and then there's like regrets, <laughs> regrets. Doesn't that sum up most British uh, period piece movies? It does.